Lunchtime Live on News Talk. Thanks to Video Doc. See a GP online anytime for prescriptions and sick notes. Download the Video Doc app. Videodoc.ie. This is Kira, and this is a Lunchtime Live podcast from News Talk. If you like what you hear, don't forget that you can subscribe via the app or on iTunes, and make sure to check us out at newstalk.com forward slash lunchtime live. Thanks for listening. Uh, you're listening to Lunchtime Live and Unscripted here of a Friday on News Talk with Kira. 53106 is the text line at a cost of 30 cent. 1894-53106 is the low call number. Or you can tweet us at Lunchtime Live NT or at Kira Kelly Doc. We have no guests. We have no running order. We have no agenda. This is the day where two hours of live radio is handed over to the listeners and you guys decide what we talk about. And that's what it's all about today. And one of our listeners, in fact, it was Francis Black that first came to me. She says, Kira, get on this story. It was because somebody had tweeted, Emma Jane had tweeted, uh, more sitting in Hollow Street waiting for an appointment. Doubly busy today because of the amazing nurses strike. There are heavily pregnant women standing in the room and men sitting down, not offering seats. Midwife said to the men to move. Some did. A lot didn't. I'm in shock. I'm, they're just burying their heads in their phones. And Emma is on the line to talk to me about this. Now, Emma, are you yourself pregnant, Emma? Hi, Kira. Yes, How I am. I <laughs> I don't think there was any girls there except that weren't actually, because um, obviously I'm, I hope they would have moved too. I'm 36 weeks, but I'm quite neat, so I kind of hide it well. Ah, but you're still heavily pregnant. I mean, even um, if you're not, you know, yeah. massive, you, you, you've got a full bump. Yeah, I'm I'm ready to pass now. I luckily did have a seat. Um, the clinic was double busy because yeah, yeah. they were trying to catch up from the day before. Um, actually, the, the nurses were saying they were staying open until nine, and uh, you couldn't breathe in the room. It was so hot and full. I've never seen a that full. And so um, hot, really con- hot, congested, crowded—one of those really unpleasant places that are a nightmare, particularly when you're pregnant and standing. Exactly, and you can't leave the room because you don't know when you're going to be called. So you have to be um, there to be called, and uh, obviously, you know, people are feeling a bit faint. So the nurses would come out or the midwives would come out every maybe half hour and say, right, gentlemen, it's that time of the day. Everyone needs to move. Um, but they just didn't. And what I find so strange is people bring their offices in, like the husbands come in and they have their laptops and their phones with them. And they just kept working away. There. So and they was, were there on their laptops, ignoring the, the heavily pregnant women standing in this hot room, feeling faint around them in the women's maternity hospital they're just visitors they're, they're not they're not they're not patients they're just visitors and they were <laughs> letting the pregnant patients stand yeah it was it's sort of the sort of mindlessness of it really um you know and initially i thought maybe it was they didn't notice because they they were in their phones or they were you know working or whatever but even when the midwives would say it some of them you could see them kind of slouch down further as if to be like if i make myself really small i won't have to move and there was a gentleman to my left and then there was another one, three up. And neither of them kind of budged to move until one lady was amazing. And she said, are you going to move or do I have to push you? <laughs> you know? um, and, and, and what do they say to that? Nothing. Just, like, just do, nothing, you know. And do, they, do they get up, though? Um, some of them did. The one to my left didn't. Um, and then eventually, about 40 minutes later, he went out and sat in the car. And more, I say, because it was so uncomfortable in the room. It was just so hot. I, I have to say I'm agog. And, and, and I'm not doing a men bashing thing. If, if I had been in that waiting room with a pal, I'd have stood up for the pregnant women. Like anyone would stand up 
for the pregnant women. Other yeah. women, men, old, young, it doesn't matter. P- people sat there and pretended they couldn't see the red-faced, faint, heavily pregnant women standing waiting for their hospital appointments in the hospital designed for those women. Yeah, exactly. It was really strange. Um, and yeah, it's not against men at all. It, women, of course, should stand. And I have a reasonably, quote-unquote, high-risk pregnancy, so I have to be looked at a lot. And um, even in my day um, clinic, the men who are there, because the women are going in for their planned cesareans, they always move. So I was doubly shocked when I saw this because, you know, I've never really been in a situation where people haven't moved. Did did, did the partners of... Obviously, not every woman who goes to an antenatal appointment has a partner with her. So, yeah. but but those men were clearly there with their partner. So, did the women partners of the sitting down men not give them a dig in the ribs and say, "Get up"? Not the not the ones beside me, but um, I'm sure other ones who did move. Um, but what was interesting because there was quite a wait is when they would stand up, and then it would empty out a little bit, and then they'd sit down again, and then another influx of women would come. They had to be told again to move. <laughs> So it was quite, it was uh, quite surreal. Shame on them. That, 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 I, I am appalled. I mean, and as I say, it's not about men or women because if you're there as a mate of a pregnant woman who, who or a same-sex partner yeah. of a pregnant woman, you still get, you get up for the pregnant woman in the maternity yeah. hospital. And bear in mind, it was about a four-hour wait on Wednesday. Wow. Wow. So, it, it, yeah. just just to broaden it out a small bit, Emma, because I know you need to go. But but mm-hmm. in terms of other areas, are you ever left standing? Public transport, stuff like that. Is it is it tough? A tough gig being a pregnant woman, and a bit wrecked and practically at full term. Like, do people not help you out at all anymore? Um. Well, I suppose I'm a bit of an anomaly. I still kind of hike and do stuff. Um. I probably I shouldn't be doing it anymore. But uh, I know my friends were do- suffering it with public transport and we actually lived down the country recently so and just moved back to Dublin um, so I wouldn't have had to take it. But um, usually people have been really, really great, especially when they find out if I'm not wearing a big jumper or a jacket and they're like, oh, you know, do you want to sit down or anything like this? So this was the first time that I'd really experienced what when I'd heard other people say that, oh, sure, no one does anything for you, you know, if you're pregnant, yeah. no one moves. So I was really, really shocked because if that was my partner, my brothers, my sisters, or any of my friends, I, I mean, they just would have faced my wrath. I was, I yeah, couldn't believe it. And I, I hear you, and mine would do the same. Although I have to say, if I look at the people in my life, you know, I don't think that they would be the sitting down people. I just don't think they would. Even yeah. my kids would, would, move, would yeah. get up. Uh, yeah. Probably unprompted, in fact, they would get up. Certainly my older two, my teens, I know they would because I've seen them do it. I've seen them get yeah. up on buses and on, on trains without me going, get up. They they yeah. would actually stand up and offer somebody something. Uh, it was just I'm so s- mindless, though. I mean, I think, you know, if you're going to go, like my, my partner doesn't come to all my clinics. Um, and I, he doesn't need to. He's come to the big scan and that was really it. Um, and uh, I think if you're going to go, you know, leave your laptop at home and stop just looking in your phone and have a conversation and it's just quite strange and, and an environment yeah and, and, and I suppose to be clear if you're sitting there on a laptop the chances are you're working the chances are you have a professional yeah. job the chances are that you're a reasonably well educated type of you know uh, person who probably functions very happily in the rest of society but yet you're selfish enough that you'll sit there and watch pregnant women with their ankles swelling all around you while you uh, type your emails off to Silicon Valley or wherever Oh, very much so. It was a wide demographic of people. Like, you can't pinpoint it on any sort of economic background or education standard. Like, there was literally everyone. 
Um, look, thank you for so. highlighting this with us, uh, Emma. That, that I, I mean, I, I, as I say, it was Francis Black who said, Kira, look at this. You have to get this on, on your air, on your show. But look, thank you for that. And the best of luck with the pregnancy. Four more thank weeks you. to go. Four more weeks to yeah, go. Yeah, best of luck with it. I, I, and uh, good that you're so fit and healthy. But equally, that doesn't mean you don't deserve a seat when you're waiting somewhere. And thank you for highlighting that with me. 53106 is the text. And have you been on the receiving end of this as a pregnant woman? I was going to say as a pregnant person, but as a pregnant woman. Or indeed, are you somebody that has observed this? Or are you the person sitting down? Do you think, well, you know, I, I, I was here first. My my laptop, I'm busy. I'm, I'm here with my partner. I have skin in this game. I have a right to a seat. Let us know how your mind works. I'd love to talk to one of the sitting down uh, people, the sitting down men in the room and, and hear their explanation. Uh, I'm also joined on the line now by June Shannon, who we know well on the show, who is a excellent health journalist. And we have spoken to about this kind of thing before. June, you heard what, you know, Emma's situation there. She It was it was very clear, heavily pregnant women. Um, men actually asked to stand up. And, and some didn't. Um, what, what, what do you make of all of this? I'm just so cross at the moment. Yeah. I think to poor Emma, I'm just absolutely furious. And even to think that nurses and midwives have to come out and tell them to move. I mean, they have to be doing their day without, you know, reinforcing that. It's basic manners. You know, I just, I'm really, really cross to hear that. And it's not the first time I've heard it. No, me neither. Um, you know, and it's just like, what's going on? Okay, people are on their laptops, they're busy, but like, there's no excuse in my in my head. There's no excuse for bad manners. Yeah, and it's bad manners not to sit up, not to stand up, unless either a pregnant pregnant lady, an older person, um, a mum with a baby. You know, there's certain uh, people with a disability. You know, there's certain sections of society that you look after. And and you just do it well, well completely. And and I, I and I would suggest that, like, supposing if you were at a, 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 a elderly person's clinic, you were, you know, you know, a geriatric clinic or a clinic for people with dementia. If if you saw their their adult, healthy forty year old children sitting while elderly people on on Zimmer frames were standing, that would be the same kind of thing. It, it, have we lost? Have we lost our way? I I'm kind of I have heard this before, but I am still shocked to hear it again. Well, I'm, I'm just furious. I mean, I saw it myself when I was pregnant on the door. I mean, I remember standing by um, a group of men, and they were men. I mean, I'm not calling, I'm not saying every man, because lots of men... Not all men, yeah, clearly. Not all men, but, you know, it was. And, and, and I remember standing there, and I was seven months pregnant, so I definitely had a bump. Yeah. You could tell I was pregnant. Yeah. And I stood for four or five stops. Oh, God. But they were in, they were in their phones. They weren't looking up. And, you know, we've got, we've just lost some way, whether we're losing our concentration, we're just looking at our lives through our phones and we're not looking up. People have said that too, that's an excuse. I wonder, is the phone thing deliberate in these circumstances? You know, I'll just keep my head on the phone and I won't have to meet the pregnant woman's eye. Yeah. Yeah. So like what happened with me, and I can tell you like nine times out of ten when I was standing, because I commuted to work in town every day when I was in my pregnancy. Nine times out of ten, it was a woman who stood up for me. Yeah. Another woman. And I, I would stand up no, without without a hesitation. I would stand yeah. up because I, I've been that soldier and I also, yeah. I just think it's wrong. I would stand up for anybody with, you know, a funny leg or, you know, it's something wrong with them. I would stand up for them because is that not what people should do? Reach out to each other. Is that not the kind of society we want to live in? Well, that's a society I definitely want to live in and one I want to bring my little girl up in. And I mean, I have on the doors, I mean, I know I'm, I'm a bit of a, a pedant for manners in, in, on the doors and I know I'm tra- public transport and I, I have 
gotten school kids to stand up and let pregnant women sit down if I'm standing. And you've just said, oi, so, get up out of your seat. Said, Look, and that's sometimes well, hard to nicely. do. That That's sometimes <laughs> hard to do because you, you might not get a pleasant response from, from people if you challenge them. No, but you do it very nicely, obviously, and very politely. And I've done it, I, I, do, it, I do it with other, anyone who's standing. If there's someone standing and I'm standing too, I say, look, would you mind helping this lady out? She's pregnant. Would you mind getting her your seat, please? Yeah, you're one and of I've the never, guys. But I've never had any backlash from that. And the person has kind of went, oh, yeah, of course. You know, and sometimes, in fairness, the lady might be standing with her back to him. Yeah. And, and he might realize that she's pregnant or, yeah, you know, yeah. so I have. But I have kind of like gone up this carriage and done it. Good, good. You know, it, so you it, should. And thank you for doing it, it for everyone. so cross. Yeah, yeah, look, thank, thank, thank you for that, June. Thank you for coming on and talking to us. I, I, I don't know, I despair about, uh, it's not just about manners for the sake of manners, but being decent to one another is an important function of communities and societies. Angela is on the line. Angela, what do you make of this conversation? It's disheartening, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It's, well, it's, I pretty much agree with the last two callers. I had the same experiences um, with both my pregnancies, uh, the one of which wasn't that long ago um experience of waiting in a waiting room again like that the midwives and nurses having to come out and ask uh, regularly announce could anyone who's not pregnant please give their seat to someone who is uh, probably every half hour or so yeah in the waiting room um so very yeah very similar yeah um, and and just june was talking about public transport and she has challenged people on public transport and fair play to her but and that's harder to do but in in the hospitals, the midwives have authority. They have the uniform. Yes. They have the position. So they're in a, a greater position of authority. And in fact, I imagine if they started giving abuse, these partners to the midwives, security would be called and all that kind of stuff. So so they they, they have a slight protection. So they they they're in a small position of power. But even then, they're ignored. Yes. Well, yes. Well, in fairness, now most people got up. Um, there would be one or two people who mightn't have. But it wasn't a, a really regular occurrence. Like when when they did ask, people did get up and did look pretty embarrassed. But it was every half hour. You know, there was like a new lot of people would come in and the guys would all sit down. Wow. So I don't know whether it's... Um, well, I, yeah. I understand them sitting back down if there's nobody waiting, but then you should naturally... Oh, no, it's full. There would hop. be a lot of people standing around and they'd walk in with their partners and sit down. But as some of it, you know, but they did they did move when asked, in yeah. fairness. Yeah. I... I, I, I this is not a good thing. Um, uh, this is just not a good thing. Thank you for that, Angela. Peter in Dublin says, I would certainly give my seat to a heavily pregnant woman. However, it's significant that it's only men, at least on your show, who expects to be expected to get up for a pregnant woman. What about those strapping young women who could just as easily rise as I could? Peter, I don't know what show you're listening to, but I just have said about five times so far, and the show is on air about 15 minutes, that it's not just men, that women should get up too, that anyone should get up. So I don't know what little chip is going on on there on your shoulder mate but no one is saying just men people are saying people should get up for pregnant women people should get up for the infirm and uh, in this case in this room it was the men that didn't because all the women in the room were pregnant the women who were there were pregnant women and it was the men who were the non-pregnant people but anyway you keep you keep feeling victimised there my pet Gillian uh, is on the line from Cork Gillian what is your experience around all this is, is it any better in the true capital than it is up here in Dublin Absolutely not, Kira. It's oh. bad. Um, I was my story was I was forty weeks pregnant. I had to go in on a Monday, which was the special day for people with needs with underlying circumstances, other conditions, 
I was 43, looking haggard, stood in front of 10 women, 10 men, and not one of them would meet my eye or get up off the seat. Did you say anything, Gillian? I was taking a breath to get obnoxious. <laughs> um, it's not obnoxious. It's fair enough, if you ask me. I mean, Oh, yeah. Well, my, my blood was boiling, yeah. as you can imagine. Yeah. Um, I was looking haggard as well at 43. I wasn't looking so great. And I was just taking a breath when I was called. And you thought, phew, I don't have to and take on these people. I did say very loudly to the, the, the nurse beside me, I said, I'm very glad that none of these men are the father of this baby, as I patted my bum. Did you? I did. And did they and all look a bit ashamed of themselves? Um, one or two of them kind of crunched down a little lower. <laughs> so they should. So they should. They should, of course they should. It wasn't the first time, Kim. It was every Monday it happened. I, another Monday, I stood in front of this man with the, my butt, belly button nearly sticking to his nose and he wouldn't get up off the seat for me. Oh, I don't understand it because, uh, as I said, I was, I was calling out a, a listener there saying, oh, why are you giving up? Man, I'd get up for a pregnant woman. I'd get up for an older person. I'd get up for somebody on crutches or whatever the circumstances that clearly makes them at a disadvantage. It's not just about men. It's about people getting people, up for absolutely. one another. Yes. Especially when, in this case, the man's wife beside him was as big as me. So he knows what it's, he knows the deal. On a Monday, special needs mommies to be. Oh, and not just that. So complicated pregnancies, pregnancies with medical exactly. conditions and all that. People yeah, with real possibly, issues, high yeah. blood pressure, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah, and I still sitting there, look, sitting there looking at you. Years of age. I hope I hope they feel very proud of themselves. I hope some of them are listening and going, oh I God, do. I was that lad. I was that lad sitting down there. Um, yeah, I do too. And that's, that's just four years ago. And to this day, it's boils my blood and I'm so glad you mentioned it well, on radio today. fair play to you Gillian and, and uh, uh, best wishes down to Cork. Uh, we're coming back down to Cork soon with Lunchtime Live and we'd be delighted to be down with you. Um, someone else says, Kira, when I was nine months pregnant I was standing in the queue in Hollis Street outpatients where the seating is very limited. There were men, there were older women and they were all sitting with their pregnant partners or daughters. I had to ask one of them to give up their seat for me. Nobody did. Uh, this is obviously a terrible phenomenon there should be signs they need signs in the maternity hospital saying get up off your seat unless you're pregnant Uh, someone says giving your seat up for a pregnant woman or of course sometimes it's difficult to know who is pregnant and just who is overweight I think there's a fair chance you could guess they're pregnant if they're in the outpatients of a maternity hospital I think we're on safe ground on that front even if they don't have the biggest bump and they just look a little bit pudgy to you chances are Pregnant. I think. I think. I think we're safe there. And Aubrey is on the line now. Aubrey, your wife is in a waiting room as we speak. Tell me about that. Yeah, she is, and it was ironic because she just rung me to uh, to mention uh, how kind of upset she was. She's thirty one weeks pregnant. She just went to her GP to yeah. uh, have a, a separate checkup on something else, and she called into her GP for her appointment yeah. and found that the waiting room was full of not only couple of older people but men but also women and children um all of whom p- apparently sick but nobody offered her a seat and she's very visibly heavily pregnant aside from that she's also suffering from fairly severe um hyperemesis so she's really in a bad place so she's weak and she's sick she's pregnant she's big yeah and um she, she was just quite quite upset by the whole fact rang me and then i happened to be sitting in the car waiting to get my my, my toddler um, from Montessori yeah. heard this and went, gosh, I better ring in. And, and I just find it, find it so surprising that nobody, man, woman or child, even thought to offer her a seat, um, which is 
just kind of sad really in this day it, and age it, you know? it really is and I have to say and now I understand if you have like and, and God knows I spent a lot of time going in and out of GP waiting rooms in the day but mm. but I understand supposing you have a small kid with you who is vomiting or something you're keeping them on the chair beside you with a basin or, or and that kind of thing yeah, happens yeah, but if you're yeah. just there with your with your kids because you're you know you're waiting to go in for your blood pressure check or your thyroid medication or whatever it is yeah my kids would be out of those seats quick, smart, and maybe onto my knee or onto the floor or wherever they went to. But I, I, have we lost something here? I don't under, I, I don't understand when we stopped thinking that we I, well, were supposed to do this. Is it a I, new I thing? No, so. I think we've just lost our common courtesy and etiquette, you know. And aside from that, she also mentioned the fact that half the kids were climbing all over the place. So not only were they not sitting where they were supposed to be, they were on top of each other. You know, and yeah. it, it it sounds like chaos, you know, and, and all the while people are obviously sick and, and, and so on. But to, 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 to miss the fact that a pregnant woman is standing there and, and to offer her a seat is just, it, it's shocking, you know, or for that matter, an older person who might visit. Yeah, need it, yeah it's know? not we just, don't all need it's, it, it's not just pregnant women quite clearly. is it, it, This is a broader issue. This is an issue of older people. This is an issue of people who have other kinds of frailties or infirmities or whatever the individual problem yeah. of the person is. I, I, I just, 53106, is this a new thing or has this... I, I don't. I don't know it, when this started. It's it's funny because it. I I was listening to the the lads this morning on the the breakfast show, Shane yeah. and and Cole just on my way to work, and I heard them talking to a lady about uh, a slightly separate subject, but it might touch on this. Yeah. In that she was shocked that somebody had asked her father for permission to marry them, and and I know it's a different subject, but it it was kind of like we're forgetting about that. We're forgetting about you know, letting people sit down. It doesn't matter whether you're man, woman or otherwise. It's just common courtesy to observe what's around you and, and, and maybe make a decision on, well, that man needs a seat. He's He's got a, a sore leg or that lady yeah. needs a seat because she's heavily pregnant. Yeah, you know, no, I, I hear what you're saying. I, I know they're separate issues and, and they're, they're slightly complicated issues in some ways, but, but I agree that, that the idea of courtesy and manners and things like that appear to be to be going. Um, look, thank you for talking to us, Aubrey. Best of luck for your your thirty one weeks pregnant wife. I hope I hope she's well, and I hope she's not too upset because I can imagine the feeling of being upset. You're always a bit emotional when you're pregnant, and when you're looking at people who have so much disregard for you as you stand there feeling dreadful, it probably does make you feel a little bit miserable in yourself. And 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 I think that's why she had rung me. You know, so yeah, no, thanks for that. And 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 cheers. Fair, fair, fair enough. Thank you for that indeed. I'm just laughing. Loads of texts coming in. Michael says, Kira, I got up to offer my seat on the Lewis to an older woman with small kids and loads of bags, but I'd left my headphones in. So I roared it at her. <laughs> she declined. I felt very awkward. I, I, I often have headphones in and I, I also roar at people. It's not a good thing. Uh, Laura says, I'm so mad listening to this. Nurses have enough to do rather than teach people basic manners. People give your seat to a pregnant woman in a hospital designed entirely for pregnant women. You're absolutely right, Laura. And they do have more to be doing. But I suppose part of their job is also to protect the pregnant women. I, I, I think there should be signs. I think that would, would fix this. Put signs up everywhere. Uh, Maria says, I'm not an old lady, but I've never taken a bus in the US or Italy and had to stand. A younger person always asks if I want their seat. Where is Irish manners? Uh, that's that's a, a very good question and something that I think we 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 probably need to ask. Someone says, it's dangerous to get up for a woman nowadays, Kira. You will be accused of sexism. And if she is 
isn't pregnant. Fatism, much safer if you're a woman to get up. Be careful what you wish for. I hear what you're saying, but I do think, let's bear in mind, we're talking about maternity hospitals. So pretty much a safe bet that the person is pregnant. Someone says, Kira, what are all these men doing in a maternity waiting room? Let them go to the canteen or for a walk. And that's from Sean and Leitrim. Sean, they're probably waiting to see the scan and all that. And that's nice. And they're welcome there. And their partners want them. But don't leave the patients the actual people who need the care standing. And some says, Kira, I'm a male in my 50s. I have degenerative spinal condition. I've had a spinal fusion by two. I'm in constant pain and standing's a real issue. I've been challenged for not volunteering my seat in several circumstances. How should I deal with this? Provide my medical history. John, I get you and you're dead right, but you're probably the exception to the rule and... uh, you just are and I'm sorry that you probably have gotten it in the neck but you, you're you the, the, the odd man out I'd say and someone says regarding giving our seats up on public transport I think we need to be mindful that people may have an invisible condition that makes it difficult for them to stand I myself have sciatica standing can be excruciating when it flares up but nobody would know by looking at me uh, okay but anyway look we're going to take a short break we're coming back with the devil knows what but do keep your texts your emails and everything else coming 53106